I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There'll be because I don't because I won't edit it. There'll be like a tiny clip, like just before when I did uh, the the Scarf Bagara War. No, the yes, the Scarf Bagara War, which is County Podcast a while ago. Uh, Nick was just like happily chatting through, and I was like, "You're live! What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, we just we just do this. We just talk before the before it all starts." I was like, "Yeah, fair enough." Oh no, I don't like editing me. Well, neither do I. It's because I'm on a work laptop, so I actually can't edit. Like, as in the software, I can't download. So it just goes. It goes as is. It's fine. It's all Great. you know, easy it going. Is it, is. it is what it is. Um, um, happy Monday, Liam. Happy Al Hamadi leaving FC Wimbledon <laughs> Day, Hannah. I mean, I don't want to say I told you so. It had um, to happen. And it's not really surprising. <laughs> I, I don't understand how they could be so confident. Like when we asked them last week, Honestly, no, he's, he's not going. How? How on earth can you be that absolutely confident? Absolutely insane. And you know, we're we're talking a million plus. This is massive for Wimbledon. Again, I'm not going to lie. I don't get. I don't. I don't think no. He's that good. No, we've not. I don't think we've seen anyone out of League Two for that kind of money for a while. No, I, th- I think there's better in this in this league than than Al Hamadi. He's, uh, he's, uh, I need to start saying things that are slightly controversial. Um, he's good for Wimbledon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a massive step up. Huge step up. Um, Four-year deal. Again, massive, massive risk. Um, but yeah, I, I'll be, I'll be brutally honest. I, I, he's a good player. Yeah. But if he's going for a million plus in this league, then there's a there's there's probably seven or eight more million plus players. There's probably, I mean, there's probably a two million plus player 
in this league oh, if he's a million plus. We played this game on what? Thursday night when we're we could, uh, put, put content in. at like quarter to eleven. It's gone a bit quiet. So, so it's um, it's it's reported at one point seven. That's the reported. Yeah. So if we say one point five as a as a point, right? We'll put we'll, we'll put Al Hamadi at one point five million. Yeah. And then we'll name players and we'll say if Al Hamadi is oh, one point yeah. five lower. What, how much is this play? Because here's the thing: given what's happened so far this season, if Al Hamadi, and I'm not going to include Louis Barry because he's alone, and Louis Barry is worth more than 1.5 million because he's a Premier League player, regardless of where he's playing, he's a he's a loan mm-hmm. player. So, they, and he's proven his worth uh, regardless of being. Gosh, no, don't because that you know. Which is true, though. They'll let him go for less, but but he could, but he his valuation will be higher oh, and inflated yeah, like, because he's a Premier League player. And certainly it would have been before his injury. If Al Hamad is a £1.5 million player, Dan Kemp is £2 million plus. <gasps> Ooh, controversial. I, I, I don't think it is. Look at Dan Kemp's not a, not a forward. Al Hamad is a main striker. Dan Kemp's not been the yeah. main forward for any team. He's gone back to MK Dons and he's scored. So he's showing that he's not just a one-man team yeah. or just a one-team man. Um, he's Dan Kemp. I mean, what's it? What we're we talking assists and stuff on on Kemp? It's it's a stupid amount, isn't it? Have um, you seen it's... that MK Dons are sending Isa out on uh, loan to um, somewhere? Someone big's coming in there, aren't they? MK Dons are going to make a signing somewhere. League One, I think it was. Can't so, remember. Dan Kemp has 15 goals and eight assists this season. Oof. From from not a main forward. He's not a main striker. He's been playing as sort of a 10, hasn't he? Um, he's classed as a midfielder. But if mm-hmm. you do that and then you... So what? 15 goals, eight assists. And then you've got uh, Al Hamadi, who is currently sat on for this season, 13 goals, six assists. Fair enough. And, and that's where I look and I'm like, I would put... I'd rather have a Dan Kemp in my team than an Al Hamadi. Yeah, so I'll tell you what though, Al- Ali Al Hamadi has been consistently good. Like I thought that it was nailed on the go last summer because he was one of the few remaining um, player. At, what was it? What was it? That team of the year, team of the season, the EFL team of the season. Mm-hmm. He was in that. There were, you know, your Carlisle players, your Northampton players, your Lacey Orient players. He'd obviously gone up Stevenage. And then people like Ibi Torre, um, El Watt, I think Cal might have been in it as well. I'm not sure. But there weren't many left in League Two. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly not at the club that they'd kind of started last season in. And, um, yeah, he was very, very good last season. Whereas Yudan Kemp, Jake Youngs have been... Dan Kemp was phenomenal last season. Was it? Dan, Dan Kemp, nine goals in 16 games last season. Mm. Um, do you know what? So Hartlepool, so he's Hartlepool, Swindon and MK Don's big, uh, goals and appearances. He has do, he has played 45 games mm-hmm. since since signing for Hartlepool a year ago today. So right. essentially, essentially he's played a full season, 45 games, one game off a full season. <laughs> he has scored 24 goals. And assisted ten. First, you know I mean, when we Elliot Watt last season got into the team of the season, he was the top assister in the league. He got what sixteen assists last season, no yeah. goals. Yeah, think think about what Dan like Elliot and we we loved uh, Elliot. Watt's great, 
16 mm-hmm. assists last season, I believe it was. Dan Kemp, 10 assists in a calendar year and 24, 24 goals is mm. from for someone who plays in that position yeah. or a bit, bit further forward than what, but not as further forward as, yeah. as, a, as a Matt Smith. But... So, yeah, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good game for Thursday. That We could we could do that. We've got the Al Hamadi scale. We'll, I'll make a little graphic up. We'll put him at 1.5 <laughs> and then we'll put people, we'll place people at where we think they're actually valued. And yeah. I think what we should do, I think what we should do is to make it impartial is if we're talking about Dan Kemp, we don't ask Swindon or MK Dons fans. We ask the the fans of the clubs that have played him. Yeah, you know, yeah. We're talking yeah. about Jake Young. We don't ask Bradford yeah. or Swindon. It's, if it's a, a county player, a, sorry, a Stockport Rovers player, we don't ask <laughs> any, any Rovers fans. Um, but that's not why we're here. That's for Thursday. That's another chat, that's isn't it? Thursday. Um, God, it's a we, long chat. What it, time it, are we starting? Eight. So, is it normal Eight. Thursday breakdown time? And yeah, then yeah. just staying on. Yeah. Cool. Which, cool, yeah, cool. it would just stay on. And it, it, to be fair, the ending time is kind of difficult because the first one we did, the first summer one we did, it was it was very, we'll, we'll, leave, we'll finish when the window closes. But then yeah. we, we knew that McCurdy was going. But he yeah. hadn't been announced, so we had to. We it was it was twenty past one in the morning, and I mean that what happened yeah. this time. Don't well, you worry. Last the last one was I was at Centre Parks, and it was the whole Luke Armstrong stuff. Again, it, what was that? That was that was well, late. Two. It was two minutes to eleven. They announced it a few minutes past, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. Oh well, um, I'm looking forward to it. I'll bring good oh, snacks. Good. Oh, I'm getting some snacks in. I'm gonna. I'm gonna order a, a takeaway in and. Make a, make a thing of it, yeah. Oh, it's good. and the oh, summer so one's cool. better. The summer one's better because I sit in my garden with a fire pit. <laughs> it's, oh, it's awesome! I love summer I transfer. Have the fire pit on the deck, but it could yeah. go wrong. Yeah, I have the fire pit on, and we just—it's lovely. Um, oh. Well, we're here to talk about the weekend just gone, and I'll be honest, I'm kind of <sighs> waffling on for a reason. I don't want to talk about the weekend just gone. As... Charlotte offered to step in for you. Um, she's not actually oh, back, so yeah, she can't do it. But um, yeah, well, we can start. Well, I had a good, I had a good Saturday. You had a phenomenal Saturday. Uh, Grant McCann did not have a good Saturday, and the tide is starting to turn a little bit. But at the moment, it seems to be directed more at the owners rather than at Grant McCann. So did you see the stats? And I can't remember what it was. This is going to be one of these like blathering comments that I make. But it was a Colchester fan who looked at the number of league losses over the yeah, last yeah. however many seasons. And Doncaster were the highest or the lowest, which 81. had to look at it. Yeah. Eight- 81 losses, I think it was. Yeah. Put, so that is categorically not a Grant McCann problem. That's the no, 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 it's not systemic um, weakness. Um, but yeah, we we had players back from injury that we were no one was expecting. I got, <laughs> I say this proudly, I got. Six out of 11, I think, on my fan hub. And I'm normally really quite good at fan hub. I don't do it. I don't do it. I, I, I don't have the the attention span or the memory to do it. Uh, well, 
and I've said this before, the, one of the reasons that I am good at it is that when Charlie's won, he keeps the same team. So when County were on their run, it was really easy, uh, which is why I've got, look, this is the first, I've got I've got the pink one and I've got a black one as well. My uh, fan hub hoodies. You're winning hoodies. We, we won. We, we won the house because it's a weird, you know, we, we won. Um... We we won Fan Hub's Game Changer of the Month award. Oh, I forgot about that. Do they mm. still do it? I don't know if they still do it, but uh, yeah, we uh, we yeah, we 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 won. We got a little trophy that Grant kept, um, which yeah, all fun and uh, uh, yeah. So um, when day. Grant McCann had been like was like me and made predictions and made you know the Donny fans last night were saying that he'd picked the wrong starting lineup. Well, if he picked his starting lineup based on what he expected County's starting lineup to be, then that could be one of the reasons for the very quick, uh, like um, Macaulay Southern Hales was back starting. Um, he broke his foot and it was like he hadn't been away. Absolutely rapid. Um, and they were slightly soft goals. Oh, they were they were horrific goals to consider. It was like a preseason <laughs> friendly. It's like you were playing a non-league side in a friendly. Yeah, but we played nice football. We are starting to see players come back, which is encouraging. You know, we only beat Donny one 0 at home. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Is it like no. November time? I think maybe late October. Yeah. So. Yeah, the difference is, and that you know, I said this last night on the 606, the Donny team wasn't massively changed. Um, so something is is really not right in terms of their inability to to kind of show up. But we're gonna do a Donny space. I say we I'm yeah boycotting it. So yeah, well our, our friends at the uh the, the the page that we love who who hate who hates us um his little cult followers are trying to organize a boycott of it um which, be which is which their is, energy then to boycotting the club quite honestly yeah exactly focus your things on the right 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 issues here um the the, the damning thing for me when watching the i watched highlights with donny commentary oh i which was because I wanted to see what they were saying. Like the fifth goal, the one where he just ran the entire pitch because there was two Donny players back. Everyone was upfield. Mm -hmm. When he went on that run, as soon as he started running, the commentators went and Grant McCann just looked at the floor. Oh, really? They said his head's just dropped and he looks oh. like that he, he wants the ground to open up and swallow him. That to me <laughs> is, a, is a man who's run out of ideas. Yeah. And, and he looked like that afterwards. He looked like um, Matt Gray did after the 8-0 defeat. And and Connor Evans, who uh, was the one one who ran at the wing, um, he's obviously just come back from Wimbledon. The kind of the deal was that if he, you know, didn't fit or you know, didn't for any reason, he would go back to Wimbledon. Yeah. He's been brilliant. He's in the team of the week. There were four in the sofa score and three in the EFL team of the week, let alone wow. the League Two one. Um, so, yeah, it was good. The f I, I had quite a good day. The food was really nice. I had uh, salt and pepper, chicken, loaded fries. They were good. Um, 
Ah, <laughs> although it was the most uh, the the most examples of casual sexism at football that I think I've ever encountered. So when I was parking the car, the bloke <laughs> asked me if I knew how to reverse, which which was, mm. you know, it's not even like in your parallel park. Do you know how to reverse, love? Yeah, I'm fine, thanks. Um, and then when I was going in and the steward goes rifling through, well, they don't rifle through your bag, but he was like, oh, you'll just have makeup in there, won't you, love? <laughs> like, yes, wow. yes, with my that's, pyros. That's just, that's, just, that's just Doncaster for you, isn't it? That's, <laughs> know, like, it's just yeah. down that area, down that way. Uh, mm. Just just back to what you said, Doncaster, 87 losses. Wow. Col Colchester, 74. Harrogate and Swindon, 71. Um, so Donny Top of the Miles, phone table, uh, Harrogate. Top of the phone table, Harrogate, yeah. Um, do you know, people think that we're, we're kind of talking about, like, saying Grant McCann's a bad manager. It's, it's not that that's not what's being said. It's that if he can't get a tune out of this squad, you need to change yeah. it soon. And if he's if he looks defeated, then you've got to either you've either got to accept that he's probably going to take you down and be happy about it. But I don't see why you would be because you've all been quite open and said that he'll leave in the summer. If mm. you go down, he'll walk. So why continue with it? Um, and the Aaron thing Moore. is, even if they did go down with him, then he still has to, something still has to change. He still has oh. to do something differently unless they, you know, get rid of all their players and start from scratch, which is unfeasible. Mm -hmm. He still has to work with the same players and, and get them to play whatever league they're in. Absolutely. And it, it just doesn't look like that's happening. No. Um, so Donny fans are starting to come around. Uh, do you know, well, it, it... Darren Moore. Darren Moore. We're talking last Relieved night. Relieved of his uh, services at Huddersfield today. Yeah. Um, we were on the 606 last night, and Donny fans were saying, if we get rid of McCann, who's going to want to come in? Darren Moore. He's gone today mm -hmm. at Huddersfield. He's former Donny manager. Yeah. He did well with Doncaster. It's, it, it, you know, like I said last night, it doesn't matter who comes in. No. And it's he just might, got to be different. He might want as well, you know, slightly he was at Sheffield Wednesday there was all that shenanigans with Chansari and how that ended and he's he's not been at Huddersfield for that long so mm -hmm. you know going home if you like mm -hmm. might might be a where good he can't lose for he his can't lose. As well. yeah because because if, if he comes in and Doncaster go down he's not going to get the blame no. if he comes in and Doncaster stay up he's a hero God, yeah yeah so yeah, yeah for, for me it doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter who comes in. It just has to be different. There has to be a, a fresh approach and a fresh look at it. Yeah. But no, it was it was like a training ground exercise for you guys. It was it was painful to see the goals going in so fast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they've got Sutton this weekend, which is a proper six pointer. And it's funny, isn't it? Listening to people talk at the moment about. Oh, they've got they've got Sutton next week. They've got Colchester next week. Do not sleep on Sutton Either. and Colchester at the moment. Donny a bottom of the form table. Yeah. And not only have Doncaster got Sutton, Colchester have got Forest Green. <laughs> the, the bottom four are playing each other this week. This is for me, this this could end 
the relegation fight for yeah. Colchester this if if Colchester win and Sutton lose, Colchester yeah. for me is safe. If Sutton are playing tomorrow night, they've got the game in hand tomorrow night. If Sutton win mm-hmm. tomorrow night and Sutton beat Donny on Saturday and yeah. Colchester lose on Saturday, Donny and Colchester will both be one point above the relegation <laughs> zone. Mm. With form against Donny. Yeah. Colchester are doing quite quite well. I fully expect them to to pull away. Um Colchester have got loans in as well, haven't they? Um the and they've good. got the Yeah. yeah that, I mean, we, we can move on to that game if you want and just have a have a quick chat about that. It's a look, it's not it's not a it's not a belting game, it's not like a a game of the season or anything, but the free kick that they scored. <laughs> was, was just levels above. It, it's there's a confidence around Colchester that the Cowleys have brought in, and I, I like it. So they they beat Mor- uh, Morecam one nil, who are no mugs either. Oh no! Well, they, we drew with them. We drew with them. You yeah. drew with them as well, didn't you? And then didn't yeah. they? And then they got it... smashed three days later, or something like that. Yeah, and Wrexham beat them like six nil or something ridiculous. They're they're a crew. <laughs> like yeah, in after, terms after they... of... After they played us, Wrexham beat them the next game. Yeah. Um, no, it's look, Colchester revitalized. Cowley's doing what everybody thought the Cowleys would do. Yeah. Said it last night, said it a few times. The the biggest and best transfer Col- uh, Colchester have made is bringing in the Cowleys. And mm-hmm. it, it's I, I hope they pull away. If they thing is, if they if Doncaster lose to Sutton and Colchester win. That only leaves Doncaster to really get dragged into it, doesn't it? Yeah. And uh... yeah, because you know, like Swindon, we joked about this uh, on Thursday night, but Swindon are up to fourteenth as it stands. You know, get they've got two games in hand over Morecambe, who they're they're just above. Well, they had but, a training game on Saturday as well, didn't they? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's so tight, this league. It, it has been from the beginning, you know, apart from that gap at the bottom between at the moment between Donny and Sutton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've I mean Grim we've not really talked about Grimsby. Grimsby are on the same points as uh Colchester and Donny. Mm-hmm. But Grimsby have made the change. They have, but it's suggest that kind of there's some suggestion that things are not well at Grimsby is it not true so they have a fans forum called the fishy (laughs) (laughs) of course they do right essentially essentially a fan on there has gone on and suggested that the players aren't happy with the manager and that's all he hasn't said it's happened he's just put it out there as a theory and and someone's taken that Uh... and it's obviously hit twitter and now all of a sudden it's nailed on. It's definitely true. And someone's commented and said only our fan base would take a theory that was posted as a theory on the fishy and make it gospel. Make so, it the thing. We I had a good one on Saturday. Uh, someone messaged me saying uh, Will Goodwin's car was in the car park at Donny. Like, oh, he's played under Charlie before. Um, it took me approximately 30 seconds to Google it to find that he signed for Oxford United last week for 400 grand. Like, maybe without a watch, <laughs> it uh, was, he probably was, but he's not signing for us or Donny. No, no, it's um, 
We're nearly at the end of silly season now. It gets back to normal I, as I of Friday this week. It. You won't, I promise you. You won't. And I promise you, come, you'll get to the end of the season and it'll get to the playoff final and you'll be going into the playoff final and you'll be thinking, oh, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to miss it. And the second that that first, that, that final whistle goes and you know your job is done and the final six or six of the season is done, you'll be delighted and you'll be looking forward for the break. And I... I don't know. We'll see. Because I didn't. We didn't get the. Well, I didn't get the. Um. Because we have the playoffs, and then it felt like we. Well, we only had like a few weeks before preseason started again. It didn't feel mm -hmm. like a break, and it was you know obviously there was all the trauma to get to. But... Yeah. To get past, yeah. Um, um. So other games, George. Should we just do the well. Bradford didn't show up against Swindon. Was it Swindon wasn't... particularly good? Was like has anything clicked? Mm -hmm. I mean, they've obviously still got issues off the pitch. They were better than us. Um, Sometimes that's how yeah, you need to be, isn't it? Yeah, there's, there's an, I, look. I don't believe for a second that the problems have been fixed. I don't believe that that's a turning point for them. We, we, I still can't understand our our team. I don't understand the squad that was put out. We aren't in a position where if we want to make anything of this season, we can afford to allow players who just aren't good enough to, to have game time. Uh, there's, there's one or two things has happened. Graham Alexander, not Grant McCann, Graham Alexander has either <laughs> massively underestimated Swindon, which is a disrespect, and he's put out a second string team thinking that it would be enough because of how poor they'd be, or he's putting these players in the shop window, hoping that somebody will see something they like and we can ship them out before Thursday because I still expect one, two players to leave before. That's incredibly cynical. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. To, to, to potentially risk a result. But that to me shows that, you know... Happen. It's just... But that to me shows that he knows that this is building for next season. There's, it's not. It's not about yeah. this season at this point. And I, and I don't think it is. It's it's the same yeah, for for right. Dave Artell at Grimsby. I don't believe that he's. I'm not saying he hasn't got intentions to do it because obviously everybody wants to push on. But I believe he's firmly in the camp of the second mm -hmm. half of this season. He's going to be hit and miss. There'll be games where they turn people over and everyone will get excited. There'll be games where they're absolutely mm -hmm. shocking and people are aging. But by the end of the summer season, he'll know where he's at he'll get his squad in. I think Alexander's the same. We're going to be hit and miss until May. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think he uh, will go. Uh, he'll get some players out this week. I think there'll be some that'll go. There has to be. Um, <laughs> although on the 606 last night, there were a couple of Salford fans who, after one win at Crewe, were trying to work out the mathematics of them making playoffs. And Bradford are ahead of Salford. Yeah, but 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 Salford are in form. Well, they've won one game, two. Yeah, not but lost in four though. Unbeaten, unbeaten. Yeah, so they so they've stopped they've stopped the rot. Well, we we were still hit and miss, and you know Salford have got players back. They've, their injuries are coming back now. Um, they looked phenomenal on Saturday. Like they really did look phenomenal. They didn't yeah. deserve to concede the two that they conceded, but Matt Smith is in the form of his life, isn't he, really? Perfect 10 on sofa score. 
three goals and he was in the EFL team of the week as well um yeah they've got Wrexham on Saturday at home as in they're at home to to Wrexham perfect time for them to play in in terms of Salford this will be this is the the first time this season that Salford have had any confidence behind them so yeah and uh, Wrexham are currently playing Blackburn. So regardless of the results, they're, you know, more tired legs than they would have been otherwise, although they have got five days to recover, I guess. Four days. To, to be fair, looking at it, and I mean, look, it'd be typical of Wrexham to go up over in now and score. I've got it on, on the screen here. <laughs> but when Blackburn have the ball, Wrexham can't touch it. That's, that's what I've seen. So like Blackburn are passing that ball around them. Well, it's a bit like that with United Newport yesterday. Yeah. You know, you could see the just in terms of the the skill and the speed, just yeah. different levels. You, you can see the levels, you can see the step up and that yeah. that that again. I mean, here's the thing, Rexham are looking to step up. Yeah. This is this is a test. How far yeah. off are they? And we played and get, them. I think did we? Yeah, we played Blackburn pre season. And uh, I think lost about three 0 It wasn't a fun. We time. lost to them in the cup last year. Um, they're very mm. good side. Very mm. very good side. They had. Uh, I don't know if they still. Have they still, have they still got Bradley Dack. Is I've he got still no there? Idea. I only yeah, know they... Hayden Carter. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Mister Mister Twelve Clubs. Um, <laughs> so yeah, let's you know Wrexham are playing in the cup. The couple of games were on this this weekend, so Crawley didn't play. Newport didn't play Wrexham. Uh, yeah. and uh, Harrogate? Harrogate no, it? Harrogate didn't play because they were supposed to play Newport on Friday yeah. night. So they so, were off as well. So they're they're just I don't know what they're who they're taking on this weekend. Um, Harrogate, who Harrogate are taking on? Harrogate yeah. about you guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hannah, you literally play Harrogate at home on Saturday. I know it's because I'm going to Salford Rex. So I must person. admit though, I must admit though, it's it's like I'm so disillusioned with Bradford at the moment in terms of what's happening. Like I'm not enjoying it. Um when I can't pinpoint what the problem is, but I when we finished the space last night, I couldn't have told you who we're playing this weekend. <laughs> and it wasn't until a Wimbledon fan tweeted me saying that he's looking forward to this weekend and oh, really? I realized, I realized it's us. We're at home. Exactly. They're, they're, but who are they going to bring in? Because they've, well, got whoever they bring in, they're not going to be crazy up to speed. Are they by Saturday? Sometimes they don't need to be though. Do they? It's all down no, to who, no, no. If, if it's that level of money, you can bring in a ready-made car. Yeah. 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 The, the good positive. This is a club that a few weeks ago were like sending the cap around the owners to pay for Joe Lewis. Yeah. Do you think uh, John Green will get his money back? No. <laughs> no. Absolutely not. Maybe in an instalment, he'll get like a <laughs> tw- 20 instalments. But um, the, the positive, sorry, just to go back to the Bradford swinging game for me, was Jake Young came off the bench for Bradford. Yes. Oh, do you know what? I was kind of, um, it, you know, when you're five nil up, it was getting a bit, was, I was easily distracted. I wouldn't so, know, Hannah. <laughs> so the, it was uh, the messages from the Swindon lads would be like, I think he's warming up. He's warming up. 
Like, he's warming up with intent, they yes. said. <laughs> and then he came off and the then bench. He went on and that was it. And um, do you think that if at 2 0 down, Graham Alexander had not, because we didn't know whether he was just on, on the bench to kind of make up numbers? We don't need to be. We don't. We don't need to make up numbers. We've got a huge squad. Um, we we could have put Matt Derbyshire on the bench. Um, we could have put anyone on the bench. Really. But at we that are, point, have... it would be if he if he hadn't have been named in the squad on Saturday, it would have been fairly definitive that he was not yeah. in the plans. I guess, but there was a kind of softer approach where can sit on the bench it appeases the fans and you know whatever but for him to actually play is a statement of intent and it you know that's it now all done he is a Bradford player yeah he is um and I, I messaged him saying I'm so happy despite the result I'm delighted um and for anyone look I, anyone who thinks that Jake Young didn't want to be at Bradford and thinks that he was faking his injury to to basically get a move away. You you had no idea what you're talking about. Like I've I don't know. It's hard to say without braggy, without it sounding braggy. But I don't think there's a Bradford fan that's spoken to Jake more since he's moved to Swindon than me. You know, I, I yeah. when Jake when Jake moved to Swindon, I messaged him and said, "You're welcome." Jokingly, yeah. I was like, "You're welcome." He was like, "What do you mean?" And I showed him where. I'd all summer been saying to Swindon fans, you need a Jake Young. Uh-huh. And, and he were like, oh, that's amazing, blah, blah. And then since then, we've stayed in touch. And it's like, we still speak. We I, I, Obviously, when he hasn't been playing and he's been up in the players' lounge and things like that, I've been with him. And he's he had every desire to play for Bradford. All Jake wanted, and this isn't what he said to me, by the way. This is what I feel. Mm. All Jake wanted was to feel wanted. He's Aww. not felt that, Brad. But that's he's been shit on, hasn't he? Like Mark Hughes ruined his mental yeah. mental health, shipped him out, brought him in on a two on a three year deal, shipped him out. Yeah. Wouldn't play him, wouldn't give him an opportunity, and he played well for us when he played. He went to Barrow, didn't have a successful spell. He then got made to train with the kids when he came back in the summer. He didn't get invited on the team's trip to Spain, Aww. the training camp. He, he he was made to stay here. And a lot of people don't know that. Like he didn't even go. It wasn't. He wasn't just part of the team when they played. Yeah. He he didn't go. He stayed at home. So and he was training with the kids. And then he played no preseason friendlies apart from when we played Bradford Park Avenue and we put the kids out. He played mm-hmm. in the in the youth team for Park mm-hmm. Avenue. That's it. And then he was shipped out to Swindon. And for me, I think I know Alexander sat down and spoke with him and told him that he wants him to be a, a part of this squad going forward. And, and that for me was that's all he needed to hear. And he's he's he said like he said he actually messaged back last night saying he's he's delighted to have got on that Good. pitch. Good. Uh, any more on Charlie White? He's been linked with Carlisle summer. today. Summer. Oh, okay. Summer. It's summer. Summer chat. Summer. Just okay. But put it this way. I don't doubt that he's been linked with Carlisle. I know that Carlisle would like Charlie White, but the big difference is that Charlie White would like Bradford. Okay. And that's not a rumour. That's not a thing. Like Charlie White has, I know for a fact, has inquired this season mm-hmm. about Bradford. He's. We had talks last week. 
it's he's Charlie White, I believe, will be a Bradford player come the summer, if not before the end of the window. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. I know that wages were a stumbling block last week, but he's out of contract in the summer. If he's not back before January, he'll be back. Before the end of January, so he'll be back in the summer. I've, I'm so confident of it. All right. And I'd okay. love nothing more than to take him away from Carlisle's hopes and dreams. <laughs> right. With that in mind, let's have an ad break. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I forgot we did add bricks. That's no, gonna be right in the middle. I know. <laughs> I, I, Although I don't oh my I think my editing's good. If anyone wants no, to I teach don't. me how to do some editing, that would be great. No, I can teach you, but I leave it in me. I think it's funny. I don't take them bits out. I leave them in and just put put an ad in the middle of it. It's awesome. I think that's what I do. Like as in without realizing, I've just realized that the point of having the oh dear, sorry. But I don't I, I don't know why it's so for anyone anyone who's listening. Who's, who can't see, we have a little clip that we clip on that's like five seconds and it's just like a, a blank, a, a, like a, a graphic that displays on the screen. I don't know why we do that because the adverts, are all we need to really do, yeah. Yeah, we, ju- we just need to go silent for a second and then just put the advert there and that's all we need Which to do. what we were doing quite happily. Yeah, um, so that if you're listening and you're wondering hang on there was a two and a half second gap before the adverts kicked in and then the adverts <laughs> finished then there was more silence that's why um you can blame producer ryan for that it's one of his <laughs> it's one of his ideas that he's just run with and we didn't know existed oh dear but um, it makes me feel properly professional how are you doing with your water um well put it this way i filled it up at five i bought it i got it today i filled it up at 5 p.m and it's supposed to be each one of these is a two hour window 7 a.m 9 a.m so it was there i've caught up i'm at 7 p.m so Ah. if i get to halfway between i'm i'll be at eight um i've got my my water bottle because i'm also you know they're shite right yeah but because it's mine i've decided that i've totally embraced it um and it's it's a uh, virgin mojito flavor and it's not it's not virgin mojito flavor <laughs> it's right my mom has one and she was like have you tried this air up and i was like i've actually read about them yeah let me try it and i, and I took a sip and I, she was like i was like it's it's just water she went yeah but if you sniff it then you can smell it and i'm like yeah but i'm not inhaling through my nose while i'm drinking because i'll drown <laughs> Like, Hannah, um, take, a, take a drink now and while you're inhaling that water taking it in that water in your mouth breathe through your nose at the same time and try and swallow <laughs> i feel like this is, drown. Be, this, this, this is going to be the clip that wins us the uh yes, the, like the right, 
what have I gone to dates? So, <laughs> so, so while so, you're drinking, no. swa- while you yeah, while you <laughs> while you're taking that water in your mouth and swallowing, breathe through your nose at the same time. <laughs> Thank you very much. And that is why air ups are stupid. Do you know what they could have been better just inventing? A really strong tasting cordial with low calories. That's it. That's just ridiculous. Like how right. So let me ask you this question, Hannah. Right. When you used to when you used to have, let's say you used to put cordial in a in a normal bottle. Yeah. How often did you sniff it before you drunk it? Yeah, but you don't actively sniff it. You just kind of smell it, like when. That's, that, that's when called drinking. sniffing, Hannah. That's called sniffing. <laughs> um, sniffing feels more deliberate. Like, I mean, if you're, if you're if you're not deliberately breathing, Hannah, there's an issue. <laughs> but that, like, those air ups are they're a con. They are they're like they're magnetic bracelets for weight loss. They are an absolute lie. What, you mean like oh, fuck, I know. I swear, I'm joking. Wrexham have gone one nil up. Wrexham are one nil up. They haven't on mine. Oh. Oh, I'm about to watch Wrexham score. Am I? Eighteen minutes and. Oh, I'm on. Seven, I'm on seventeen forty-seven. No, about eighteen ten. Uh, Cannon. <laughs> So one nil to Wrexham. Obviously, Steve Parkin on the bench, uh, on the dugout for Wrexham tonight as Phil Parkinson's banned. Got his touchline mm. banned for receiving, I think, five yellow cards. So he's up in the stand. It's Wrexham, it's a very nice goal, by the way. Is it? Um, I'll I'll, uh, I'll just sit and watch it. Um, Mansfield. Oh, it is a nice goal. Yeah. Uh, was that Andy Cannon? Yeah, it was Andy Cannon. Yeah. Yeah. Left Stockport County because he said uh, he wanted to play in higher leagues, ends up at Wrexham in the National League. Yeah, it's all about the money, isn't it? Are we talk- when you said Mansfield, are we talking about the wheels fall off? Mansfield? Well, wheels falling off, Garner being a bit of a liability, um, red cards left, right and centre. I mean, there's, there's all, all sorts we can go at. There's this, yeah. Uh, do you know what? It's just typical. It's just typical that this would happen. I, I said last night on the six or six. For me, right now, Mansfield fans should be fuming. They should be not, fuming. They're they're a little bit um, triggered. They, they're they turning out there. The fan base is like trying to form some kind of anti-Stockport County alliance with Wrexham. The the the, the the reason for me, so there's there's two parts to this, and this there's one thing that I believe they should be pissed off about, and then there's another thing that actually shocked me what one of them said last night on the 606. So first of all, they were four points behind you. Yes. With two games in hand. Yes. To go top. Yes. They're now six points behind you with no games in hand. Yeah, and I was fully expecting that. To, yeah. Like there were a few weeks where I said to you, "Oh, we won't be top of the league." How yeah. are you still top? How on earth are you guys still top without being disrespectful? Because it was yeah. completely out of your hands. Yeah, it yeah. Was, it was out Rexham of your hands. Could have done it as well. Wrexham shit the bed. Mansfield shit the bed. And do you know who benefited the most out of those two shit in the bed? And it's actually not you, crew, Barrow and crew. Yeah, Barrow, yeah. Those yeah. are the two teams that, that have benefited. What the Mansfield fan Russell said last night on the 606 shocked me. And it's if Mansfield make the playoffs, 
Let's say mm. they drop into fourth and make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He said, get to the end of the season, finish the last game of the season, and replace Clough before they start the playoffs. Why would you do that? Because he's got a losing mentality in the playoffs. He he, he bottle he can't do it. And that was and that shocked me. That shocked me. But he said, "Oh, please, if we get to the put it this way, what he's essentially saying is, if they only make the playoffs this season, he needs to be sacked after the position that they've been in. The money that's been spent, the players that they've got, they 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 should have won this league. Being brutally honest, the position what? that they were in, they should have taken it and run with it. And they haven't even. All these Mansfield fans go on about this unbeaten run and how we were unbeaten in this many games, and not one point yeah. this season have they sat top of that league. No, but." The psychology of replacing a manager for playoffs, you either need someone who is within the club that knows the players, or you have to accept that actually it's nothing to do with the manager and the players need to do it themselves, in which case Clough may as well stay in charge, but just, you know, stay out of it. At the same time, the psychology of if you're a player in that dressing room and you know that might, that, um, that, Nigel Clough has a a shit record and a shit mentality when it comes to them. Is that a psychological thing? Is that a worry for you? Do you believe that that man has? But he's I, not I'll, be, I'll be honest. Good. I don't think I don't think he should have been given the this new contract. I, I still stand by that. I think and yeah, it's it's it, look. They're, they're not in a bad position. I'm not saying they're in a bad position, but <laughs> they should be pissed that they're not top of the league right now. Yeah. And uh, both they've got a game in hand over both Barrow and Crew, which yeah. is helpful too. Um, but if Wrexham win the theirs, then that puts them four points behind. Well, Wrexham. I think Aidan Flint's now out injured. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I saw they, that. They still need a goal scorer. Mm-hmm. I think they've got Notts County this weekend. Which, given what happened in the first half of the season, Rex and Notts County, this is a big test for where they're at now because they dominated Notts County in that first half of the season. If Mm. they now lose, it it shows that there's been a massive shift. Because I I just... I mean, they drew with Sutton, which which doesn't, uh, you know, doesn't take away anything from Sutton and you know my comment earlier about you can't sleep on Sutton at the moment um but that shows the gap you know from this team that were I suppose they weren't unbeatable were they and and, you know a lot of their score lines early doors were low scoring draws yeah but again it's that it's that it was that mentality of knowing that you'd not lost um (laughs) And they just I seem just, to have got progressively just a little bit worse each time. I've just seen as well that Harrogate, are, they've only played 27. They're on 40 points. So they win their game in hand. They're, they're in like proper playoff contention. Yeah, absolutely. I hadn't realised that. And they've got Sutton tomorrow. That's their game in hand. Yeah. It's... Um, yeah, we someone said about uh, County that our next few games are with like really informed teams because we've got Harrogate, we've got Tranmere, and we've got Crew. Then we've got yeah. Grimsby. It's a test, isn't it? If you got if you if you get nine points from those next three games, then it, as far as I'm concerned, you're up 
Like not up, obviously up, but you are like everyone would expect it to be a two horse well, race for second and third. As well, is that like they're expecting to have like a player back a week almost like over the next few weeks. So Maka and Sars and Hippo were back on Saturday. I think the next ones will collar. Then into March, you've got Louis Barry. Um, so yeah, it's uh, it's it feel it's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable than it like over Christmas. You're exactly right. I don't know how we stayed top. Really, you had no control really. over it, and that's where for, for, for me, for me, if Mansfield had gone top and then gone on to win the league, no one could argue that Mansfield had done it themselves. They'd taken control and done it. Now Mansfield need to rely on you and Wrexham to, to balls up. Yeah, and, that, and that's the issue. All of us need Sutton's, Colchester's. You know these ones that are creeping up, Salford that are finding form to take points off. I think it's mm -hmm. it Sutton who've who've got like over their next few games, they're playing a large chunk of the top. I think it was nine. Yeah. Um, so Sutton are playing in their next five games. They've got Harrogate, Doncaster, mm -hmm. Morecambe, Wrexham, and Bradford. Oh, now, so it wasn't. It wasn't Sutton then. No, it wasn't. There's... No, it's uh, it's it's Donny. It's Donny that have the. Oh, Donny have got a run where they need to win. They basically said last night on the space that Grant McCann needs to win three out of his next four. Mm. And and I said, do you believe Grant McCann can win three out of his next four? Because if you don't, no. then what are you waiting for? Like, no. if you don't believe he can win three out of the next four, and let's say he loses the next two, that's done. Yeah. You then sack him. All you've done is sack. You've just got two less games to turn it around. If it, it, and no one believes he can do it. And, and again, it's not a slight on Grant McCann. Certain managers don't work at certain clubs and in certain scenarios. And he's showing, I believe, a naivety to the situation. He's never been in this situation before. He's never mm. been in a, a fight. Has, has he got what it takes? Because right now we're not seeing anything that shows me that he can get out of this uh, at, at all. I, I really think, I've, I fear for Doncaster and I feel like a lot of their fans are a lot more scared than they think, than they admit they are. There's actually, it's weird. So there's a section of Doncaster fans that since we started doing this have hated me. Mm -hmm. they've, they've, they've all, they, they used to be horrific with me. It's when they first came back down to League Two and I said to them, right. you're going to struggle. And, oh, you know, no, not you're going to struggle, but I had them finishing like 13th and they thought they were going to be top three. Mm. And I told them, I said, you're, you're disrespecting the league. You don't know this league. This league's going to be hard. Yeah. And they were so adamant. And the end. We in the end, I think I blocked a lot of them because they got personal. Mm -hmm. I actually today saw a tweet come up and it was someone who I know responding and it said that the account they're responding to that I had blocked, but I can view the tweet. Mm -hmm. And I clicked it and it was one of them. Mm. And then I went through and all those guys that were coming at me when I said that, they're the only Doncaster fans right now putting tweets out saying our fans need to get their heads out of their ass. We're in a fight. Don't We're in a relegation you. fight now. And and we've mm. got to make a change. And I'm reading it and I'm going, fair play, because yeah. you needed to realise. Um, and look, they still don't like me and I'm not going to unblock them because this, you know they, they don't want to admit that we were right, and it's not necessarily about admitting it, but you, no. you, cross, you, you cross a line with certain stuff, and you get personal, and you start yeah. 
bringing people's family and stuff like that. Is, is, they're um, they're in their lowest league position for twenty years, and they and deserve to be. There's still time. Yeah, they deserve to be in their lowest league position for twenty years. They they, they um, play like a team that well, like you say, you saw Saturday. That's that was a national league performance. If that, mm -hmm. if that, there's some national league teams that you wouldn't beat five nil. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Five one, five one. We'll give them that. Five one. Um, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's not fun. It's not fun for anyone watching. No, well, it's quite fun for me. Yeah, from the Donny perspective, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> um. But, yeah, and you know, we we talked. We were talking about it on the WhatsApp group on Saturday, and yeah, there was a vet. Like, I think it was about sixty-five minutes. I think it was after the the goals after half time. It just emptied, emptied out completely. Um, yeah. So. Mm -hmm. um, what else is going on this week, transfer-wise? It feels like it's gone quiet and everything's gone up to, like, League One and Championship. There's no rumours anymore, is there? There's no, no. rumours. You know, there was a Luke Bolton to Stockport County rumour today. That would be Luke Bolton that was going for 400 grand uh, with six assists. Um, Who was he going to for 400 grand again? Was that to uh, you guys as well? Stockport County, yeah. But that, yeah. was that today's rumour, 600 was, grand? Yeah, that was today. 400, was 400 grand, six assists, which is factually incorrect. Who was the 400 grand last week that were signing him? Uh, oh, I don't know. There was a, there was a rumor last week, and I went. Hey, on was it? Yeah, and I said that's absolute nonsense, um, and that was four hundred grand as well. Luke, Luke Bolton with with four months left on his contract, mm. who's been out injured for the majority of the season. Yeah, and that's not not on bolts at all. But no. Stockport County aren't. If Stockport We're County are dropping four hundred grand on any as Salford, well. like, if you're seriously. dropping four hundred grand on any Salford player, it's Elliot Watt. Um, and uh, Carl Wotton's injured. So Carl Wotton didn't play on Saturday. Uh, apparently a knock in training. That's all they've said. Um, so, yeah. Do you know what's the most shocking thing to come out of this transfer window? What? In inactivity from Wrexham. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? There was a, a comment um, or an article that was like, they're, they're opening the checkbooks. Are you, are you done? I've done. I've done my two liters of water, Hannah. Well done. Thank you. I'm um, feeling. I'm feeling healthy. You'll feel like you need to go to the loo in a minute. I, I, I'll. I'll just fill it back up. <laughs> oh. Um. It's one all. Rex and Blackburn, by the way. Blackburn have oh. just scored. Oh yeah, another nice goal. Mm hmm. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. What, what are we talking about? Oh, Rex and. You're talking about Rex and inactivity. Yeah. Yeah. I um. I wonder whether some of that is like last mover advantage, you know, in terms of you know, some of these ones that are going at the moment. So they're talking about Moxon going to Portsmouth, um, people like Jake Young, who is a bad example because now he's not going anywhere. But there are players that have been linked with, you know, let's take Romeo Hutton for as an example. Yes. You know, right, okay, so he's likely to meet... Old triangle people. head. Yeah, <laughs> and then you hear, you know, right, so he's linked with Stockport, and so Gillingham come in at the last minute and sweep him away. Yeah. 
Rex, then it's done, isn't it? You know, you, you turn the heads and, and that's it. So if I was Wrexham, that this is exactly what I would have done, being really quiet in the background and then just going at the last minute. Do you think, and this again could be cynical, do you think that there's any possibility that the reason they're leaving it to the last minute is because it adds heightened drama to this fucking documentary? Uh, no, because they can um, they can manipulate drama, can't they? Oh, of course With, they can, but they, like... they, they can they can never manipulate it to be anything more dramatic than a last minute deadline day big signing that then that ends up. You know, then they spin it for that player that comes in at the last minute and takes them yeah. up. Yeah, because what they like the the timeline for the documentary is all over the place. Two what? two one two one Blackburn. Um, uh, Wrexham's goalkeeper they, has made a howler, by the way, Hannah. They properly. Howler. Oh, this is it's like we're doing a, a watch along, except you're like ahead of me, <laughs> and everyone watching it already knows what the result yeah. is. It's great. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's not yeah, great. This, this is um, the content that's gonna win us best listen to podcasts this week. It's, by the way, by the way, three phenomenal goals, but terrible goalkeeping for the third. Um, oh, yeah. what is he doing? What is Conquer doing there? Oh, he is, he's a mile out of his goal. Harry Lewis had to pick that up. <laughs> um, Oh dear! But yeah, look, Wrexham. I mean, look. If they go out of this tonight, maybe, maybe that is what puts Wrexham into gear to get them to maybe make a signing or two. Their fans are saying, "Why aren't we making any signings?" So, yeah, I expected them got... to do it. <laughs> Just done the replay. Um, but they've got a massive wage bill as it is. Um, and it might be as well that you know they don't want to commit. You know, they know that they've got a squad that's good enough. Mm, maybe so, yeah. I mean, maybe they maybe they need to. Uh, they've got no worries, surely, about um, about what is it about? Oh my god, what are we going to say about financial fair play and wages? Sure, no, no, no. No, I don't know. I don't know. Um, back to the, uh, the 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 games and things like that. So we obviously had Romeo Hutton for Gillingham. He played. Did he? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah. Because Gillingham have said that they're doing an investigation, haven't they? Yes. Into the video, which, yeah. look, be, being being honest, uh, we obviously saw it last week. That video had been circulating for at least a week prior to that. Mm. So I feel like the club already knew before yeah. we all knew. 100%. Um, but MK Dons ended up beating Gillingham. Another great result for MK Dons. Williamson's having a, a nice little run there. They're still very hit and miss, though. They can be. Yeah, they are. They can be tight and they can also be very, very good. Yeah. Barrow went to Notts County <laughs> and drew. And there's a lot of talking points in that game. Some county fans were were fuming with Lucas Stevenson's. Yeah. And don't get me wrong; it's a it's it's a it's a perfect. He's 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 dragged him down, or he's taken him out, knowing that he was going to be through on goal. But he wasn't through on goal. It wasn't high. It wasn't dangerous. He's just no. tripped him. It's it's a yellow. 
And for a, a guy as young as Lucas Stevenson, who is as inexperienced as Lucas Stevenson, I think it's a phenomenal move by him. Like, I think that is mm-hmm. so smart to do. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, one all. I think Barrow will be very happy going to Notts County and coming away with a point, especially mm-hmm. where they are at the minute in the season. Every point's going to count for them, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And uh, Tranmere as well. They beat Grimsby. They're one of the most informed teams in the league. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, they were they were skirting with relegation for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I think the supercomputer had them going down, didn't they? Because wasn't I can't yeah, remember yeah. who else it was, but it definitely wasn't Sutton and Forest Green. It was Crawley. Was it? No, 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 no. It can't have been Crawley because it was... Oh, not predictions for the season, you mean, when the no, supercomputer... No, 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 this was the supercomputer. It might have been Donny, actually. No, it can't have been. That would have caused... Morecambe. I don't know. Anyway, um, they, they were up to 17th um, and Rob Apta is doing mm-hmm. amazing things for them. Uh, the lovely Connor Jennings continues his little resurgence yeah. at Tranmere, and, and Nigel Atkins appears to be what's made the difference. Absolutely, he's got a tune out of him, hasn't he? That's all that mm-hmm. matters. Mm-hmm. I think. I think the good thing that we can say for people listening, by the way, is that we've been so busy in January, and it's like every day there's there's a new thing going out. That once the window ends next week, we'll be able to get back to some normal podcasting, I suppose, just like focusing on the <laughs> games because because it's hard to do like a review of the weekend when you've got all these transfers and all these rumors and things to, to, to contend with as well. And but as of Monday, when we record next week, <gasps> we'll just have the games to talk about. And yeah, and then I'll be going on holiday for a week. And then Hannah's going on holiday for a week, um, <laughs> which is going to be so fun to manage while you're away. But yeah, look, it's a big week for a lot of clubs. This is this this week's huge, biggest week in Doncaster's history for me. This week, yeah, biggest game that they've had. I don't think they'll have had a bigger game in terms of importance than this. Yeah, game if, if they win, they put ten points between. Them and Sutton. If Sutton lose tomorrow. If Sutton lose tomorrow. Yeah. Base, and it's Harrogate. So, you know. yeah. But if uh, Sutton win tomorrow. They're at home, aren't they? Because if it was yeah. away, I think I'd be going. Who? It's Sutton. Cheers. Sutton Harrogate's tomorrow away. Yeah, at Sutton. At Sutton. That, that was my point yeah. that yeah, Harrogate yeah. weren't at home. No, no, essentially. Yes, if if Sutton lose tomorrow and then Donny win on Saturday, Donny are ten points clear of Sutton. If Sutton win tomorrow and Sutton beat Donny, Donny are one point behind, a uh, one point ahead. Sorry, that's 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 the make or break of this week. It's huge. Mm. So, yeah, interesting. The thing is, do you know what? I, I'm not. If Sutton carry on this form, let's like Donny are on twenty eight points at the minute. Yeah, with a game in hand on Bradford. If Donny gets sucked into this, there's no re- there's no reason that Bradford can't get sucked into this and all, because yeah. Donny win their game in hand. Let's say Sutton get ahead of Donny and pull away with it, and Donny are twenty third, mm-hmm. but Donny win their game in hand. Donny will be five points behind Bradford. 
yeah. with Brad with Bradford to play. Yeah. In terms of the form table, though, you've got Sutton, who their last four games have been draws. draws. And it's almost, do you remember like Gillingham last season before they paid for, before they went shopping? That's what they did. And they like dragged out these, it was awful football to watch. Um, But, you know, it was working for them. Whereas at the moment, you've got, did you know Bradford, the bottom of the, form table over six games yeah yeah so bradford forest green rovers donny yeah, and I then colchester but i think they're uh it's it's there for those first three losses that they had against uh mk dons wimbledon and gillingham and then so more just, recently two draws and a win for, for any donny fans that are listening that want it putting into perspective for them the last 10 games under Danny Schofield, Danny Schofield won one, drew two, and lost mm-hmm. seven. Grant McCann's last 10, game, 10 games is won one, drew two, lost seven. Oh, Danny, Danny Schofield's team scored seven goals and conceded 16. Grant McCann's team scored seven goals, conceded 22. Gosh. Then someone brought up the start of the season and how Grant McCann has obviously had better form than, than Danny Schofield. Mm-hmm. Grant McCann won two of his first seven games. Danny Schofield won five. Mm. I think that's what it was. We looked it up. We pulled it up live last night. So the two things that they're kind of pulling up to try and compare, the start of the runs and then the last 10 games, Grant McCann's worse. And I'm not saying, again, it's not a knock on him but it's a knock-on whether he's the right man to help you guys get forward. You need to really think about what you value more. Your loyalty mm-hmm. to Grant McCann because of what he did in the past or your, le- yeah. your EFL status because right now you're putting Grant McCann, who you know is going to walk in the summer if he gets you relegated anyway, he's going to walk and he's going to go to an EFL club. Mm-hmm. You're putting that above and you're going to be sat in the National League thinking, why the fucking hell did we not do something sooner? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd rather if I'm a Donny fan come, come May... If I look back on this season, regardless, let's say they sat McCann and they still go down, I would rather be looking back in May saying at least we tried something than looking back and having gone down under McCann knowing that you did nothing. Yeah. So, other than that, I've not got much more to say until Wednesday, which is going to be fun. Thursday. No, Wednesday. I've got the oh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you've got like, so you've got, we've, we've, we've not talked about this because neither team appears to care. But Donny play Bradford in the Bristol Street, Street Motors Cup tomorrow. Yeah, um, Donny need to lose mm-hmm. for for their safety, for their sake of being able to focus on the league. Donny need Bradford to put them out tomorrow. But Bradford, being honest, we we don't necessarily want to win it as fans. We're not asked about no. them in the competition. We'd rather again not get sucked into this relegation fight. So yeah, yeah. is this uh, quarter final? Quarters, yeah. It's a horrific, yeah. horrific competition mm. that nobody takes seriously. So just, yeah, let's just not go with it. Yeah. Anything <laughs> else you want to add, Hannah? I don't think so. Let's wrap it. All right, then. Oh, I thought you were walking us out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, share this podcast this week with all your friends. We would very much appreciate it. We are very competitive people and producer Ryan has got a challenge this week about which podcast is going to 
get the most views. Um, so we will use all means necessary. Yes. <laughs> to to achieve that um but yeah all the podcasts will be available on spotify and normal platforms uh on youtube you can um i don't know there's a bell or something and uh you can ring yeah, the bell subscribe like and subscribe guys and uh you can follow us on uh twitter at look sports media which is incredibly busy at the moment because of all the transfer news and latest updates and no scurrilous rumors at all only high level journalism and for anyone who's not watching on youtube i'm currently <laughs> dancing around in my seat not because i'm excited but i need a piss oh i'm not surprised if you drink two, <laughs> two liters, liters of water <laughs> so uh donnie's face on wednesday uh marathon deadline day, on deadline day of thursday yes all right. thank you bye Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.